evening, everybody. Lady Holder, I just kicked your butt on Words with Friends by like three points. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> tonight she just called me a winch in the chat room for those of you on the podcast. Um, tonight we're going to talk about my pet peeves as a reader. And um, uh, I'm doing this because someone asked me on my site what my pet peeves were. What would what would make me close a fic super fast? Um, the very first thing out of the gate that will make me close a fic is bad formatting. If it is one big wall of text, if the author doesn't quite know how to use dialogue tags, and everybody's dialogue is in one paragraph, I'm not going to be able to read it. Once, a fic was so badly formatted that I desperately wanted to read it. I wanted to read it so bad. I actually copied and pasted it into a document and reformatted it so I could read it. But I often don't go to that trouble. I mean, you had to get like 25 awesome wrecks from people before I would go to that trouble to read your fic if your formatting is super bad. Um, but I did, I did do that. Uh, and there was, there was a site, there's an old, uh, NCS site, uh, um, um, NCIS site where the software hasn't kept up with the formatting or the formatting hasn't kept up with the software. And so all the fix are kind of fucked up, which is probably not author, but it's like software. I can't read anything on the site. It drives me insane, all those symbols and shit in it. I can't do it. I mean, I literally cannot do it. So I will close the thick. It's a, yes, there are quotes and question marks instead of, um, it's, it's really weird. It's a, it's a, it's a really weird format error on the site and it's, it's across the board on many stories. So it's not the site. I mean, it's not the authors. It's the site drives me insane. I cannot read it. Um, so I can't read anything on that site. Cause I tried to copy and paste some and fix it just so I could read it. Not so I could save it, but just so I could actually read it. And I could not do it. It would not format with any... Anyway, I gave up after one fic and did not try again. Anyways, it was 16 points. I beat Lady Holder by 16 points. Ha 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 ha. Yeah, I tried that. That side don't work. You can't change your view settings or your browser settings. It's It's across multiple browsers. I tried on my phone. There's something wrong with that site software. Anyways, so bad formatting will make me nope out of a fix super quick. If I go into your story and it's 50 chapters and 30,000 words, I'm going to close it. I'm not going to read it. I have a real problem with really super short chapters. For me, a proper chapter is between five and 10,000 words. And the only time I allot shorter chapters in my fic is when I'm trying to build momentum and my pace. And even then, I wouldn't go beneath, say, 3,000 words. So this is just me 
being a little crazy. Talk to the hand, Lady Holder. Talk to the hand. Talking so much shit in the chat room right now. And yes, yes, she did beat me one game by 168 points. But I was sick that week. (laughs) I totally was. I was sick that week. Anyways, that's, yeah, yeah, I was sick that week. It happened yesterday. <laughs> Anyways, um, extremely short chapters irritate me, and especially if it's a work in progress and you're updating three, four hundred, maybe a thousand words at a time. I'm not going to read your story, even if I will read a work in progress, and I don't often do that. When I do, you need to bring it. I'm going to lose interest really super quick and close your fic. Um, the game is Words with Friends on Facebook. Um, so, if the chapter length is reasonable, I feel like the, the, the ratio between the number of words and the chapter length is reasonable and the formatting is not bad and I'm reading your story and we're moving along and you smack an author note in the middle of your story. I'm going to close your fic. I'm going to close it. I can't. I can't. I literally cannot. I cannot handle that. And speaking of author notes, the only thing worse is an author note in the middle of a story. Like in the middle of a fucking par not not in the like at the end of a paragraph. Or you just you just totally jarred the reader out of the story, and it's like really fucking super annoying. I fucking hate it. I fucking hate it. But what I hate even more is I get down to the end of a fucking chapter, especially this happens even if your story is complete and you did this three years ago and I'm just now getting around to reading it. If it's the bottom of one of your chapters, you say that you're not going to post the next part until you have such and such many reviews, I am going to close your story, not read it, and make an effort to never read anything you've ever written. Because there is nothing more fucked up in fandom beyond writer uh, reader entitlement than writer entitlement and blackmailing your readers for feedback. What the actual fuck? That is... The closest I've... I've actually come close to flaming authors twice. I did not do it, but once I got really upset on AO3 and I actually logged out so I could troll anonymously and spent 45 minutes writing a comment on this person's fic that I did not actually submit. But I felt better afterwards. But I mean, but it was a pedophilia. Um, The only other time is I was reading a story, and it had been finished for like five years, right? And I was going, I was over on the pit, fanfiction.net, and I was reading it, and I was, I was 100K into this fic. And it gets to the bottom of a chapter, and the writer put at the bottom of the chapter that she was not going to post 
the other half of the story, which was complete until she got a hundred reviews on her current chapter. I have to remind you that this story is actually complete because I came into this situation many years after the fact. I closed that fic and I did not finish it. Because no. And I was so mad at her because the story was good and I was really enjoying it. But I got so mad at her I could not finish it. And that's why I wanted to leave trollish feedback because she fucked it up for me. <laughs> but I didn't because I'm not actually a troll except for like on YouTube but that doesn't count and I only troll other YouTube um, commenters not actual YouTube creators I just troll assholes who troll YouTube creators I'm just saying there's a there's a there's a line in my trolling behavior there's a line <clears throat> anyways um it it really it really fucking irritates me. It really does. Um I expect a certain behavior from readers on my site that's well known. I expect you to be polite. I expect you not to be um demanding and I expect you to adhere to my rules about not wanting your concrete because at that point by the time it gets on the side it's finished i'm not going to go back and rewrite it to suit somebody who didn't like what i did in that um something because hello it's fucking finished by the time you get it this is not a work in progress you don't have a right to give constructive feedback critique on a completed work and expect me to change it that's not how it rolls but in that vein because i do expect certain kinds of behavior from my readers i have a standard for myself and i would never hold a thick hostage for feedback or 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 anything like that it's just it's it's really disgusting i i I don't even know why they do that because you know what when you have to when you're so invested in validation that you depend on feedback to get validated you're setting yourself up to be abused but moreover if you have to force that validation exactly how validating is it I mean I'm just I'm just asking if you have to ask somebody to tell you you're amazing, do you even believe it? I wouldn't. If, if you have to extort that kind of um, feedback from your readers, and instead of earning it in an honest way, then you're a real asshole, and I don't want to read your work anyway. I'm just saying. Just saying. I find it really annoying. Like super annoying. It is um, the I think the biggest issue of writer entitlement in fandom. And I speak a lot about reader entitlement, but that doesn't mean that I don't realize that there is writer entitlement. And I do have some entitlements entitlements of my own. Um, I'm not perfect. I uh, I do have those rules about engaging with me on my site or on Twitter or on Facebook. And if you don't follow my rules, I throw you off my site. 
and I block you on Twitter, and I unfriend you on Facebook, which is a certain kind of entitlement. I get that. I understand this is one of my flaws. I don't, um, maybe, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's a flaw. I mean, I think it's probably a flaw to be that impatient with people, but other people probably find it a little bit amusing as long as it's not them being unfriended. Um, but uh, it is my space, and you are entitled to determine what kind of people are in your space, yes. But in a lot of ways, um I'm also a public persona. Does that make sense? Um, and so people have this expectation of access. And when they're denied, they get really bent out of shape and I get death threats. Because um, <clears throat> that happens. Um, so, you know, it's just, it's a thing. It's a thing. I don't really appreciate that whole big fucking name fan shit but it's there and it, you know I have to acknowledge it um and um there are times when uh my personality and my standard by which I expect readers to behave on my site and on rough trade interferes with enjoyment of my work and I acknowledge that I'm not going to change it, but I acknowledge it. It's not so much about copying my work or reading my work or passing ebooks around of my fan fiction. Um, it's about Julie and I talked about uh, the um, the uh, <clears throat> the feedback issue before and how. Sometimes uh, readers get really pissed with you when they when you don't want their critique or their their grammar Nazi shit because it uh, prevents them from participating in fandom in the way in the only way they can. That's their participation in fandom. They're, they're not writers. They're not artists. They're just they're just a reader. And they're trying to inject themselves into fandom, and their way of doing that, of contributing to fandom, is to offer concrete that has no basis for. I mean, honestly, the thing is, is that the average reader who doesn't have the first concept of character development, plot development, or pacing, or has no business giving concrete because they don't actually know what they're talking about. And they just give, they end up giving new and inexperienced writers, bad habits. The kind of habits that won't get them published. That, that will get them repeatedly rejected. So, in that respect, they often, they, they, a, the average reader can do more harm than good to a writer in fandom if that writer wants to explore their craft beyond fan fiction and move into original fiction. So that's just my opinion. Um, so I know, you know, as a writer, I have flaws, and uh, I see those flaws in other writers as well, uh, but one flaw I simply will not tolerate as a reader is that obsessive desire for validation, and which leads to extorting your reader for feedback. I, I just, I find it really fucking annoying. So that was number three. Number four 
Julie and I also talked at length about the pussification of Tony Dinozo. My biggest fourth pet peeve is emasculation. The emasculation of um, characters, especially the perceived bottom in a slash pairing. Um, if <laughs> I'm telling you, NCIS fandom, the moment Tony bursts into tears, I shut your fic. I close your fic. I don't go back. Okay? I don't. Blair cries in the Sentinel Phantom, click. I've never clicked so fast in my life. The only thing that'll make me close a Sentinel thick faster than Blair bursting into tears is Slay thick. Because hello, Sentinel Phantom, you and your slavery kick. What the fuck? I just, it just, this is probably going to sound sexist and not particular, but I like men to be men. I, I, and I don't think this part, that's the part that's sexist. This rest of this is not sexist. I don't think that being on the bottom of a slash pairing makes you weak. I don't think it makes you um, inferior. Uh, it, And there is no woman in a relationship with two men. If there's two men in a relationship, one of them is not the girl. There is no girl in that relationship. There, so, no. So, don't write your bottom as the woman. And especially don't write your bottom as a pansy woman. I mean, come on. The only time I cry is when I get mad. And then I cry more because I get mad. At Matt, I'm mad at myself for crying. It's it's a vicious, vicious circle. But what I'm saying is, is that adults, male and female alike, aren't prone to bursting into tears at the drop of a hat. And it doesn't increase your drama. And it doesn't. Um, it doesn't. I don't know how to say this. It's you're wanting to build angst, but that's not what's happening. <laughs> say Wolf in the chat room says, I don't know, if you're taking it up to Ash, you seem pretty tough to me. Right? Right? I mean, if you've never had it up the ass people, that's not exactly the position you want to be in if you're prone to crying. Um My fr- Stress response is I shut down. Someone said in the chat room that their that their first res- response to stress is crying. Um, I tend to shut down and then I get a headache um, when I stress. And um, I usually do really well in a crisis. And afterward, I'll crash and it'll be pretty bad. Um, Cisco stopped eating for about four days and I cried. I was really upset. But that's different. He's he, he's better now. He's better. He just he didn't like the food, um, and he's really stubborn, um, as as huskies are. But I got really upset and I cried. Um, I cry at funerals, mostly when I'm mad. And last time I went to a funeral, I cried because I was mad. But that's a different story, and I don't talk about it. <laughs> Yeah, 
Lady Horror said in the chat room is the drama quotient isn't going to go up if your character is bursting into tears. Um, all it's going to do um, is literally knock your reader out of the story because I don't know about you, but I don't think I ever witnessed Tony Dinozo burst into tears. There might have been a, a manly tear when Paula died and got a little choked up, Kate, but he didn't burst into tears like a five-year-old. I'm just saying. It's really annoying. So the emasculation of a, a male character will knock me out of a story, and I will close it because I can't read it. I, I, I get so irritated with the writer for um, their bigotry isn't the right word. It's um, they're they're encouraging a stereotype of of weakness um, attached to being penetrated, whether it's a woman or a gay man who prefers uh, to be penetrated. Um, And being penetrated does not equal weakness. Um, It doesn't mean you're inferior. And when I see women writing it so that it looks like that, I'm thinking to myself, oh my God, what do you think of yourself? If you're a heterosexual woman and you're writing a character, a, a male character, um, who's on bottom of your slash pairing, and, you, and you're putting them in such a weak and and inferior place, I'm thinking, what the fuck is wrong here? Why are you equating the bottom with weakness and it also goes down to submission and um assuming that a submissive some someone who is submissive sexually is weak and that's bullshit too that is utter bullshit the ability to su- to submit is a huge strength and it takes a lot of personal um confidence to submit to genuinely submit and there's nothing weak about that and so it's just, it's really annoying, and I, I have to stop reading. I get mad. And the thing is, is if I don't stop reading, I'm going to end up commenting something vicious, and then I'll be an asshole, a bigger asshole than I already am. So just to protect myself, literally, um, I just, I have to close the fit. I have to move on. The final thing that will get me to close your story, if I've managed to get through, you, know, you don't have any issues with your formatting or leaving stupid author notes um, or short chapters that I find annoying, what will throw me out of a thick is the lack of character motivations. If your character is a bad guy, okay, I accept that. Tell me why he's a bad guy. What are what are his motivations? Why is he doing this, this, and this? If you don't tell me, I'm not going to know. So you have to demonstrate to the reader why your character is doing this or this. And the only character that you can write that can do 
terrible things with no motivations is the Joker because he's crazy. But you can't continuously write crazy bad guys. You have to give them depth. And it's not just the bad guy. Why is the hero doing this? What are their motivations? Why, why this, this, and this? Because it can't just be that they're crazy. They want revenge. Why do they want revenge? It, it, just, it, it has to have foundation. Dumbledore's an asshole? Yes, he is. Actually, he's a total asshole. But why? Why is he an asshole? What are his motivations? What are his goals? What's his end game? So if I'm reading a fic and you've got a character doing crazy-ass shit and there's literally no explanation as to why, there's going to come a point where I'm going to say, you know what, fuck you, I can't. I can't deal with this crazy, and I'm going to close it because I can't deal with it. I can't. I have to know. I have to, and that's a, probably a little bit of an OCD quirk with me. I have to know why your character is doing something. And I have to believe that you, as the writer, you're going to reveal that to me. But if you continuously demonstrate your character's doing things, and I get no uh indication of anybody's motivations I quickly lose faith that you're going to demonstrate to me anybody's motivation much less the bad guy's motivation so um, your characters cannot act they cannot do things without motivation unless they're crazy and you can't continuously write crazy characters it's boring um and terrible, and I blame Heath Ledger. Um, may he rest in peace. It was a great performance, but unfortunately, it spawned this whole craziness character thing. And so much more than what happened with the original Batman movies is you see in these these TV shows and these movies this crazy ass character doing crazy ass shit, and there being no motivation for it, none. Really annoying. I can't deal. I literally cannot deal with it. That Murdoch on the MacGyver series is absolutely crazy. Absolutely crazy. That was his motivation. But there were other bad guys on MacGyver who had motivations. They didn't do things just for no reason at all. They had There was a method to their madness. Um, and it's okay to have one crazy character. It's not okay to have 50. I mean, unless you just want to bore the fuck out of your reader. Which, go, go right ahead. Go, go, go ahead. To, go do that. It would be great. I'm just saying. It's just, it, I find it really annoying. I need to know. I need to know why they're doing the shit they're doing. And if I don't know, and if I'm not convinced you're going to tell me, I'm going to close your fix because I can't handle it. I can't handle the uncertainty. But that's just me. I'm just saying. <sighs> so those are my five things. And I... um I, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's pretty much all I got. I got 15 minutes left. 
I'm going to get Lady Helder on the phone and she can talk about her pet peeves. Pet peeves. Um, wait, I'm glad I knew this was coming. So, okay. Um, <laughs> I was munching on pistachios. Two minutes earlier, you would have caught me making lots of noise. Um, one of my biggest pet peeves is one of the, depending, it depends mostly on the software, I hope, of the site. Um, it's not the ones where, due to the age of the software or the conversion program or whatever, you get all the, the wacky um, characters. Instead, you get one giant, huge paragraph. I hate that. And there's no break. Oh, I hate that. All right. And I know with WordPress, I actually have to go in and preview it to double check and make sure did I, when I put this in, did it go in correctly? Most of the time it's no, so I go back in and I put all the spaces in and it fixes it. But Remind me later. There's a trick for that. I'll show you. Um, I figured it out where I have to put it in um, – HTML side and then go back to the visual and then no. just tap it in, but it works. No. Whatever. It no. it works out. Okay. Well, I'll then I'll, I'll look forward to your, okay. <laughs> but that was my, that was my big one because I don't know how many times you, it sounded really good from the, 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 the summary. You open it up and fuck. No. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, <laughs> and I have, copied I, hate and it. I have copied and pasted and I put in my own, um, you know, paragraphs, and that gets really annoying. Um, the other one that I have is, uh, and I know this is more of a case of English is a language that still hasn't codified its its spelling in some things. Um, homonyms, okay, and um. Spelling, um, I guess regional spellings, where I I know a word is one thing and somebody knows it is something else. And dude, I don't live where you live. How? What the hell was that word? (laughs) I have the worst problem with drug. She drug it across the room. It's because I'm southern, so I'll go back to my fic and I'll look for the word drug so I can replace it with dragged. Yeah, and I've, I've seen some of those. I've also seen some where um, he hasn't had none. What the fuck is that? I mean, it it make it kind of makes sense when I say it out loud, but my brain stutters over it when I read it. You know, it's like that's a, how many negatives is in that? In Harry Potter fic, I hate it when they try to write Fleur's accent. Mm. I mean, yeah, you need to no. stop. <laughs> just look. Just let no. me imagine it. <laughs> I need real words. <laughs> well, I'm. I'm. I'm actually. That's one of the reasons why I haven't actually bothered to go do the ebook for one of my one of my stories. Because I actually, if I if I do it, I'm gonna go rip out all the accent I did for Carson's every mm. single fucking bit of it. Because <laughs> I started it. I carried it through. I got all the way to the end of it, and I never wrote him with an accent again. <laughs> Just done. It got really annoying. Because, you know, we know he's got there an accent. There are ways we know to portray the accent. 
there are there are ways oh, yeah, I to got talk it. about somebody's yeah accent without mm-hmm. actually using the accent, you know. Um, yeah, by soft, saying thick French, soft, um, you know, it's really uh, annoying. Or he's got a soft Scottish accent, and you can hear the lilt in his voice. And it's like, hey, that's great. I just stuck it in there, and it's actual English that the person types. Go you. I am deeply disturbed yeah. when I read um, the Harry Potter books. It took every time Hagrid's in a scene, I have to slow down. <laughs> and stare really hard at his dialogue because I don't always get what he's saying. Mhm. Yeah. It's like, you know, I I understand that not everybody around the planet can has heard you know certain accents. Um, I'm fair, I'm pretty certain that there are a lot more people who now have experience to a nice southern accent thanks to you than than did before. <laughs> but you know, but there's. It's writing out accents is very, very difficult. Um, I'd rather have um, readability. Yeah, Um, PM comments that there's a uh, people do that a lot in the Magnificent Seven thick. There's a couple people with accents in uh, the Mag Seven stuff, and yeah, they they do it there. Another one that really bothers the hell out of me when they do X Men and they do. Damn it, I just lost his name. Uh, the Cajun. Um, oh, Remy. Remy, yeah. Mm-hmm. His accent? No! For <laughs> the love of Googly, stop it! I know what his accent is. I have enough problems Speaking with English! <laughs> you know, he's, he's a lovely man. Um, I'm not too sure about the, the uh, latest version of him, but you know, still, he's a lovely man. I don't need to hear or try and read the accent. It's just, no. Oh, yeah. Um, Azure mentions that I'm okay with the occasional accented word, a whole page, not so much. When when you have somebody who they're speaking along and, you know, if Remy is saying something and he ends it with sherry, that's fine. That's an accent. I can live with that. It works. The rest of it, have it in plain English. I'll stick but the But if you're pulling in. out all the fucking vowels, we got problems. <laughs> mm. And here's the thing. Drop to use one of the minions that we have, yeah, to use one of the minions that we have, um, Marley, or fan arts, is French. I've never heard this woman speak. But when I read her, there's a generic French accent going over the, <laughs> whatever she's typing. Me too. It works for me. <laughs> Totally works. I have no idea what the woman sounds like in public. Well, mine's yeah. also, mine's not so generic because I do have French relatives, um, and I kind of put um, Marley's voice in my head as one of my one of my aunts from Canada, which is which isn't which isn't mm-hmm. the same exactly. Um, no. But she does have a French. She does have a lovely French accent. Her father was from France, and her mother was from Ontario. Um, Mm-hmm. She has a lovely, a lovely accent, and I tend to think of Marley as sounding like her. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I don't have that. I have the the generic French accent I hear. I think when I when I listen to the French news, you know, when when they they report, you know, from France type thing, and that works out just fine. Um, oh, never going to happen. Comments. I tend to hear Tessa from Highlander. 
or say she wants to say hear a mouth inception. Mama, you know, she's got a lovely voice, though. She has, she has a really lovely voice, um, mm-hmm. the woman who played Mal in, in Inception. So, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, um, and, and and going on, just a comment on an accent, if I remember correctly, the, the actor who played Raddick actually doesn't have an accent anymore. <laughs> but he put no. one on to play Raddick, which was really weird. Um, it's... It, Accents bother me for that. Uh, <laughs> what else? The author's notes in the middle, yeah, those bother me. Um, putting something in another language and never giving me the translation. <laughs> yeah, that's going to bother the fuck out of me. I, I am really okay. bad about that, especially when it, in my Harry Potter fix, I was noticing I never translate the spells. <laughs> I even have a program that will do it on my site and do a little hover translations. I just don't put them in because I'm an asshole. I, <laughs> I I don't have that one, so I tend to put them at the end. So it's kind of a, a, a thing I have to do. Um, oh, yes, PM comments or putting all the warnings at, way at the end. Yes. The lovely thing of I have massive warnings at the end. The yeah, because that's a, that's a great place that? to fucking put them. So they yeah. can say they warned, but they don't want to ruin their story. Oh, well, that's a bunch of Coswallop. You know I fucking hate that. There was this writer, and I'm not going to say her name, who didn't warn for rape because she said it would ruin her story. I'm sorry, yeah. but if you think that surprising a reader with rape is appropriate, yeah. you can go fuck yourself. I got to show you. We can go handy some. Um, yeah. So no. Um, things that throw me out. Uh, having somebody, and this this is more of a mild peeve at this point. Um, when you have a character that is supposed to be your hero of the story. And I'm going to pick Rodney, okay? He is one of my favorite characters, okay? And he, in a a number of stories I read during the, the, the showing of Atlantis, they made him the worst sort of coward, okay? He might have been one of the central characters, but he was, he had a very nice yellow streak, and occasionally, you know, he he rose above it and was brave and everything, and then he shrunk right back into it. And it's like, for fuck's sake, people, he's supposed to be your, the hero of your story. Give the man some heroics, because even in the show, he had lots. He just wasn't trained at the start. At the end of the series, he's, he's doing shit that, that he never would have done in the first, you know, the first season, not without giving himself liquid courage and, and most of a pot of coffee. You know, it's just, it's <laughs> ridiculousness. Okay. Well, there so. is a difference between being afraid and being a coward. Um, being brave is not the absence of fear. No. It's and going I think on a lot of people have a hard time um, riding that. Uh but Rodney had fears, but Rodney was also brave. 
Frankly, yes, everybody who stepped it. through the gate to Atlantis was a special kind of brave. They went they to another kind of fucking galaxy, galaxy. Okay, they went to another fucking galaxy. That is a special level of bravery, right there. Um, but they all had fears. I mean, even John had fears. So I think a lot of people don't oh, yeah. know the difference or don't know how to write the the balance there between acknowledging fear and overcoming it. Mm-hmm. Well, there's also, you know, um, okay, you're being brave, but, you know, normally, and, you know, character A says it in an aside to somebody else, normally he's really, really not this brave. He's more of a, you know, stay behind towers type of thing. So what the fuck are you? Emasculate your characters, why don't you? You know? <laughs> you know, and again with the bursting out in tears routine. You know, and by the way, the lady holder and I might have a few things in common. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of the things that that I commented up on further is there are women out there. I mean, I'm sorry, I don't know start uh, start Atlantis again. I don't know Taylor to sit there and look at John and just all of a sudden burst out into tears because she was just so. What the fuck? Taylor gave birth without crying. Fuck that shit. All right. Taylor's much more likely to, to look at John, reach over, grab something that's got a handle, and smack him in the back of the head and say, let's get a move on, <laughs> instead of crying. You know? it's, yeah, it's just bullshit. I, I just... It's an incredible it amount of bullshit. out of character. It, 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 it transcends that into... Um, Fake drama, which is the most annoying <laughs> shit ever, either written or in reality. It's it's trying to make everything a soap opera. All right, I don't want to read a soap opera. If you're going to give me something that you're trying to sell me is dramatic and and full of uh, mystery and and mayhem and daring do, I want mystery, mayhem, and daring do. I don't want a soap opera. If I want a soap opera, I'll go find the actual. TV shows that are soap operas. It's not worth it. And by the way, there's actually fanfic of those things too. So if I really want to read the damn thing, I'll go read those. Okay? Speaking of speaking of um, soap operas, I don't actually watch them, but I have been um, kind of watching it when I go get my nails done. And Victor on Young and the Restless set his own son up for murder and put him in jail. That asshole has been I, being an asshole for 30 years. Why hasn't somebody killed him yet? If Victor Norman, um, Honey, Victor Newman was real, he'd be dead. What? Two things. We got a minute. And I just lost uh, 10 respect points. The fuck over. Go watch Iron <laughs> Chef or something. It's not my choice. But my nail salon ah. tech, he's, he, my nail guy is addicted to Young and the Restless, okay? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it's his favorite fucking show. And he yeah. does really good nails. My nails are beautiful right now. Anyway, we got 50 seconds left. I hope you guys enjoy this short and junk. Tomorrow we're going to do a plot drift. I don't know what on yet. I don't know who's going to join me, but we're going to do one. And I we'll catch you tomorrow. Aye, aye. Doodles. Shut up and sit down. Oh, my God.